What's up? What's up? What's up? I am Justin Michael. This is the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. And guys, I am hyped because today's guest is Warren Jackson. It was an awesome interview. Really appreciative of him taking the time to just kind of reflect on his career, uh, the end of the Mike Bobo era, the draft process, the pre-draft process, what it was like choosing to opt out, you know, whether he considered playing again, all of that stuff, uh, some of his favorite moments in his career, what I'll miss about CSU. We went over all of it. It was a great interview. Um, he was really, really uh, into it, really responsive. And, and that always just makes it fun as an interviewer when, you know, you get a, a great guest. And Warren certainly was that. We're obviously all looking forward to, you know, watching him continue on that wide receiver U legacy. And as I've said, oftentimes, I think he has potential to be as good, if not better than any of the wide receivers that have gone pro over the last couple of years. Just an absurd catch radius, uh, much better um, speed than, than most people give him credit for reliable hands, just a quality, quality option. And I anticipate he is going to make somebody very, very happy this weekend. Before I get into that interview, got to shout out the friends over at Chevalier Mortgage. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, they are not just your typical mortgage company. Sure, they've got great rates, but what separates them from the competition is Mike is a certified financial planner. He looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small family-owned company, so you'll always feel like a person, not a number. Gotta love that personal touch. Beyond that, though, they're longtime DNVR members and they bleed green and gold, so you know you can always trust a RAM. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. I'm telling you, Mike and Virginia, they're going to work tirelessly to find the best loan for you. It's... It's just the best in the biz. If you've been through this before and you've ra- you'd rather, you know, go get a root canal, a colonoscopy, just something unspeakably awful, I get it. That's just because you haven't worked with Mike in Virginia. Visit dnvrmortgage.com. You can get a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice or give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. Tell him Justin from DNVR Rams sent you. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage, we've got a special guest, Warren Jackson, Colorado State uh, legendary wide receiver at this point, I guess, now that he's moved on from the program, heading to the next level. Warren, how's it going, man? I, I we chatted a little bit before we got going, but you know, what have you been up to? Um, you know, just training, you know, getting my body, you know, ready to go to this uh little rookie mini camp, um, whatever team you know lands me. But um, you know, just trying to find a a good, consistent, you know, uh, workout plan for me. You know, it's kind of hard now because I don't have school. Yeah, I don't have anything else. It's just I'm working out so. Um, finding a good, you know, routine for me to get through and lean up to these next couple of days. How are your nerves right now? I mean, obviously this is a, a pretty life-changing week for you. Um, I'm pretty nervous. It's a good nervous though, but, uh, you know, it's my mind wanders at night sometimes. 
you know, but um, I'm just really excited more than anything. You know, this has been a lifelong dream, something that I've uh, always worked, worked towards. And uh, I'm just ready to see it all unfold. It was a little bit relieving just given how crazy the last year has been. I mean, you go from being the leader of the team, you know, in last spring ball and then spring ball gets shut down. Then it's like, yeah. they're not even going to play football at all. And nobody knows mm-hmm. what the hell is going on. I mean, how stressful was that? Especially as a guy who was like, you know, I wanted to lead my team in my senior year and yeah. you know, show out for the NFL. Yeah. Um, it was tough, you know, um, like I said, right now, I'm just trying to find that con- consistent, you know, routine because I, I don't have that anymore. I don't have those group of guys around me. Um, I don't have a strength coach, you know. I don't have, you know, people telling me where I need to be. I need to do this. It's just I'm all on my own. And uh, I'm, I'm a professional now. So, you know, it's definitely different, you know. And during that time, it was, you know, a lot different because, you know, we were just starting the lockdown. Um, things weren't really open. So, you know, just trying to find a good routine during that time, you know, making sure my body is right. It was just a lot, a lot of, you know, uncertainty, you know, you got family, you got to, you know, talk to because, you know, it's scary, you know, COVID is a real thing and a lot of people, but uh, it was just so many factors that, you know, were, were difficult at that time to get through. Is it hard to find, you know, people that can, you know, make the type of throws that you need them to be able to make to, to, you know, get the type of reps that you need? Um, honestly, I'm just, I'm cool with whatever the throw is, you know, um, if it's, if it's harder, that means it's good, you know, so yeah. it gonna me get better, but, uh, just catching the ball is just something that I've been wanting to do consistently. Um, it doesn't matter who throws it, how hard, whatever. I just need to catch the ball and keep that routine going. So, um, yeah, so if the harder it is, the better it is for me, I would say. You know, what have you kind of been trying to fine-tune? What were some of the areas you were trying to, you know, kind of elevate your game over the last year or so? Yeah, um, just running, you know, running, 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 conditioning myself, um, you know, making sure my speed, my top end has gotten better, which it has, um, you know, getting stronger. Um, you know, obviously catching the ball, that's something that I, I would love to just continue to improve yeah. on. You can never be too good at it. So um doing everything, you know, explosion. Um, I'm doing a lot of jumps, you know, making sure that if that jump ball does come, I can jump and grab it, you know. So just pretty much everything. I'm trying to, you know, be a, a completely different but better player, I would say. Have you, you know, been in contact with any of your, you know, old teammates, Mike, you know, BC, any of these guys that have kind of been through it? Have they given you any advice? Yeah, I talked to Mike yesterday. Um, you know, he just told me to, you know, relax. I did everything that I could do. It's not in my hands. So, you know, um, enjoy this time. You know, you only get one crack at it. But uh, it was it was warm, you know, a warm message from him just, you know, telling me to trust in what I can do trust my abilities and uh, trust what I put on tape and uh, just to relax and really just enjoy this moment. It's happy, not as stressful, you know? Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. I mean, you only get to do this once, right? Mm-hmm. Only get one crack at it. You know, wide receiver, you, you know, the whole like persona with CSU and, and the wide receivers that have gone to have success. Does that put any more pressure on you? You know, like wanting to carry on that legacy or, 
if anything, is that just kind of reassuring? Cause it's like, I played with these guys. I know that I could, you know, do what they can do and they've all gone on to have success. So why shouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I kind of used it as pressure for myself when I was in school, um, training that off season, I was probably my hardest off season I've ever, I've ever had, but uh, it was the most, most helpful. Um, I just skyrocketed in everything, strength, speed. Um, and it changed my mindset. Um, you know, I was a lot hungrier then, but having that, that, uh, that wide receiver, you, um, it just put me to the, to the point where I was like, well, I don't want to be the one to mess it up. So I'm going to make sure that, you know, I do what I have to do to, to carry this legacy, you know? So, um, having that on my mind, just working constantly, um, it definitely pushed me to be better. I would say. What was it like, you know, coming up under, you know, such a, such a talented group. I mean, mm-hmm. for some guys, it's kind of hard when they come into a position group that's so talented because they're used to, you know, being the star, being the guy that gets to shine. And then all of a sudden it's, it's a little bit humbling, but it always seemed like you guys were always kind of a tight group and, and oh, had yeah. each other's backs. Definitely. Um, it was like, I didn't, I didn't know how big of a, um, I didn't know how big of a deal it was until now. Um, you know, back then I just thought of is, you know, my friends, I didn't know, yeah. you know, they know about Well, I did know, but that's just how, the only way I saw them. So it was different. You know, um, I didn't think of them like, Oh, NFL receivers. Like I just thought of them as my friends, my really close friends. So it was a different, a different, you know, uh, relationship than most would think. But when I, when I, now that I realized it, it was like, wow, like those guys are really talented, you know, to have three, like most guys I talked to didn't have any, you know, or, yeah, or, you know, I had three really good, uh, well, four, uh, Dietrich was really good as well. No, he but, really um, was. That dude was yeah, so athletic. I had, I had good, you know, talent around me. And I was just so grateful for that opportunity because, they only push me, you know, um, I'm not playing. I want to play, but I know what I have to do in order for me to play. And that it was because they set the bar so high for the product on the field. It only made me better. I would say. What about, uh, Alvis Witted? you know, what kind of impact did he have on you? I know you played for Joe Cox and, you know, there were a couple mm-hmm. of different offensive coaches over the years, but you know, Witted was very highly regarded. You know, I always yeah. had a lot of respect for him, but did he have a big impact on you? Uh, definitely. You know, uh, my freshman year, it was, you know, I'm just trying to learn the ropes and I might do something wrong, you know, but, you know, he was always there to reassure me, like, dude, you can play, like, you're good. You just have to fix these little mistakes, this little thing. So um, with him, he stressed details with me and that, you know, that really helped me out Uh Helped me, you know, learn in the, in the film room, you know, in the weight room. Not as much as junior, but I started to get the idea of it. Um, and I think that's the credit to him because, you know, um, he played nine years in the league. That's something yeah. that, like, I wish I could do that. You know, I'm praying for it. So I, he's in the places that I, that I want to go. He's been there. He knows it all. So I'm, you know, I'm listening to everything he has to say. Like I'm a sponge, you know, and I'm going to soak up everything he has to offer because he's been in the places that I want to be. 
And so when I look at him, you know, I just think of, you know, he's just a great overall, you know, um, man, you know, um, totally. husband, you know, uh, father, um, watching him be around his family. It's like somebody I want to be like, you know, and uh, I think that's something that makes, you know, great coaches as well. Just seeing them off the field and um, um, what should I say? Um, uh, watching how their greatness is off the field. Um, being that great father, that great husband. So just listening to everything he has to say and, uh, you know, trusting his methods. Um, but yeah, he was a really, well, he still is a really, really good coach and a really good mentor to me. I mean, everything that I've ever heard about Alvis pretty much goes, you know, right along with what you're saying, just a phenomenal guy on and off the field. And mm -hmm. I suppose it's, you know, like you said, playing in the league, that obviously helps, but I mean, shoot, even, even retired Alvis was out there running crazy fast. Yeah. Like he's one of the most athletic coaches yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Man. Yeah. He, you know, he was out there in cleats, you know, running routes with us. Um, just him being there doing the things and he knows what we're talking about because mm -hmm. he's been in, he's probably been in the same situation, just football wise running around or, you know, trying to beat somebody or, anything like that just if i could bring it up he'll probably know and have a good you know piece of insight to give me you know not not to say that other coaches are are not as good or as proficient oh, yeah. but how how big of a deal is it that he can you know actually demonstrate you know not just point it out yeah. on film and say you know hey like do this but like it's like look watch me do it did that yeah. you know really kind of like help you guys just that visual aspect well, definitely. It's, um, you know, it's like learning something new in school. Um, the teacher demonstrates how to do it and you eventually pick it up. So him being able to actually demonstrate is like, it makes it so much better. It's hard to, to visualize something Yeah. in sports, just anything, you know, when you're trying to learn. So him being able to do it for us and show it how, show us how it should look is definitely, you know, a better, better than, you know, somebody saying what to do. We will get back to that interview in just a second. First, a quick word from our partners. For some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it's a chance to build on last year's success. Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding the thrill of the draft with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into a cool Benjamin's worth of free bets has never been so simple. All you've got to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome and you will be eligible to win $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected first overall. Think you know how your team is going to do in this year's draft? Put your money where your mouth is and bet on it with DraftKings Sportsbook. There are a number of ways to take action on the draft. Head to the app now, see what DraftKings Sportsbook is offering for Thursday night's main event, make sure that you use the code DNVR when you sign up for your chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected first overall on Thursday night. Again, enter the code DNVR during sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, winnings paid out in free bets, restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to shout out my friends over at Solace Meds. That's right, we've got a new partner alert, DNVR fam. 
we've partnered with a premier dispensary for you guys to get smoking hot deals with. Solids Meds, they have four convenient Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, and one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar. With the code DNVR20, you can save 20% off your entire order at any of those locations. Again, that's DNVR20. But I really want to tell you about an awesome opportunity because they are giving away a all-exclusive trip to Jamaica, seven nights. I mean, this is an awesome opportunity. Head to www.solacemeds.com sweepstakes to find the rules or head into any location and ask a bud tender how you can enter to win. There's not even a purchase necessary to enter. You just have to be a legal resident of Colorado, 21 or older, or if you are in Oklahoma, 18 or older, they do have two locations out there. This awesome opportunity ends April 30th. Make sure you head to www.solacemeds.com sweepstakes again, or you can always go in, check out some of the great herb, get great customer experience, and make sure you use that code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire order. You know, one of the things I wanted to to kind of ask you about now that you've had some time away from it and it's all kind of moved on, like he's in a in a good spot. You know, how hard was it at the end just, you know, with with everything that happened with Mike Bobo, like, you know, at the end it kind of looked like he was going to be out. You guys obviously didn't have the season that you were hoping for. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you guys were all really tight with him and and you know, it seemed like he genuinely, you know, cared for his players. Just what was that, you know, last kind of month like of of going through that? Um, it was definitely tough. You know, I love Coach Bobo. You know, he's always been about the players. Um, you know, he, I, when I met him, when I first met him, he was like the first head coach I've ever met that recruited me for college. And, uh, you know, we had a long talk and I was staring at him and he's staring me right back in my eyes. Like we were locked in. It was so, yeah. it was a deep conversation. Like, we were locked in and that's when I knew like he's going to be my coach. Like that's somebody I want to play for and uh, listen to him, listening to his, you know, theories and his ideas about football. It was just, it all made sense for me. And, uh, you know, him being, him being the person that he is, it just, it just clicked right there. I was like, you know, what? he's going to be my coach. That's somebody I want to play for immediately. What, what was it like playing for him? I mean, was it, it Obviously, like the the stuff came out about the the investigation or the report or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, I know that relationships are complex, and I'm not trying to dismiss anything that, like, you know, maybe something happened, but it just it seemed like he was maybe an intense guy, but it seemed like he was a very caring guy. Oh, definitely. You know, he was he loved his players, um, and everybody that played for him could say it back. Um, you know, he he always. You know, he, every time he'll see me, you know, walking on campus, he'll, you know, you want to ride anything yeah. like that. Um, are you hungry? You know, just trying to help. So um, being around him, you know, I laughed a lot with him. You know, we've had our, our moments, you know, but at the end of the day, I know he loved me and I loved him. And so I knew that every time I was playing for him, I was going to put my best out because he was a representation. Well, we're a representation of him. You know, so I knew that he was good to me. He's always been good to me and my family. You know, um, he gave me a great opportunity to come here and play. So why not, you know, go put my best out on the field for him to represent him? 
do you think it would have been, you know, maybe a little bit harder to sit out last season if, if he was still the head coach? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I love coach Bobo, you know, and, uh, it would have been tough. It would have been tough. <laughs> and and I'm not like, I'm not trying to say like, you know, you didn't like Adazio or anything like that, oh, but no, it makes no. sense. You know, like he was your guy, he recruited you, yeah. he coached you, you know, your whole career. It, it would make sense that it, that'd be harder to, you know, walk it away was from, especially hard, at the end. Honestly, um, because I sure I do think about the coaches, but also think about the players that I'm, totally. I'm that I came in with. So it was just tough, you know, regardless, you know, because, those are guys like, you know, I came in with, you know, we made a vow to each other, like we're going to turn, turn things around here. And uh, for me not to be able to, you know, do that and finish that, it, it was just tough. Was there ever a moment where, you know, you, you kind of reconsidered, you thought like, you know, maybe I should go back and play? Um, no, nah, I wouldn't say that, you know, um, once I, I mean, it's you good know, to have comfort in your decision. You know, you don't want to be yeah, wishy-washy on it. Yeah. I was like, I thought it went well. I'll put it to you like this. Once I made my decision, I didn't think about it anymore. I just wanted to keep going, you know, because it's a big decision. Like you said, you can't really be wishy washy with it. So once I made my decision, I was just, you know, straightforward. This is what I'm going to do and uh, pray for the best, you know. So yeah, that's, that's just how my mind was at the time. You know, um, I don't think anybody would have blamed you if you did, but. Was there ever a moment where you considered, you know, transferring and maybe trying to play like somewhere in the South or something like that? Uh, yeah, I, I thought about that. You know, um, a lot of schools, you know, were were interested, but it was just if I knew that if I was going to play, I wanted to be in that green and gold. Um, you know, I just love Fort Collins. Had a great time there. Um, it was great. I made a lot of great relationships with people. And uh, I felt like, you know, that was that was my school that I always wanted to play for. What is it, you know, what does it say about CSU or, you know, what is so special about CSU that guys like you, you know, Trey, even though you haven't necessarily had the, the most team success and accomplished everything you would have hoped to, it's like, you want to know what? I'm green and gold. Like, I'm playing for yeah. CSU or I'm not playing anywhere else. Um. I think it's just, you know, uh, the people, um, when I was there, it was just, it was just a great time. You know, it was great food. Um, you know, the scenery was great. People were amazing. You know, um, I never met really any rude people there and everybody was so welcoming and, uh, polite. So it was just, I don't know. It was just a certain vibe you got. Um, I knew it was different. It was something that I've never experienced before when I took my official, like, I was like, wow, like, you know, and then coming from California, it's a lot slower pace. Yeah. And, and, and I noticed that, you know, I could really, you know, focus here. I can do something here. Um, and talk ball with coach Bobo and on the board, you know, in that room, he's brilliant, you know, um, you know, he has so many so many things he can do with the football and where he can line you up. He's just a brilliant mind. Um, so that was just it for me, you know, somewhere where I could focus, you know, it's great people. It's great food. It's a lovely place, you know, Denver's right down the road, but it was just perfect for me. 
you know, uh, you mentioned great food. Where are some of your, you know, where are some of your go-to spots in Fort Collins that you're going to miss? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to miss uh, Silver Grill. Great one. Uh, Silver Grill. Uh, Sunny Lubix was really good. Um, you know, Lucky Joe's. I love Lucky Joe's. Classic. Love Lucky Joe's. That's a fun one, too, because that's just like a classic you know, oh, you're yeah. a CSU student or like, especially mm-hmm. CSU football with them being such big supporters. Mm-hmm, definitely. So I'm gonna just miss it all, you know, um, horse tooth. I miss horse tooth, but uh, I'm, I think I'm just going to miss the whole routine of it. You know, that's something that I do miss is the whole routine of it. You know, getting up, going to class, you know, getting a little break, going to eat, going to study hall and practice and then i'm just gonna miss it all you know because I, I loved it you know i always felt like i was doing something now it's just work out twice you know and yes yeah. so but yeah i definitely do miss it what um and, and this might be too tough to to only pick one but you know i always kind of think back to that alabama game your freshman year where you scored twice and i was like man this this guy's gonna be different you know where was the what what was the game you kind of realized like, oh man, you know, like I can do this. Like I'm here. I can do this. I'm a, I'm a D1 guy and this is going to be fun. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't in a game. It was more of practice. Um, it was just when I, when I, you know, I got a couple reps with the ones and, you know, I was catching the ball. I was making plays and it was probably that moment. I was like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I could do it. Yeah. I'm a probably huge practice guy. Like I feel like if I could do it in practice, I could do it in the game. Um, so that was probably my moment, you know, where I, where I figured it out. Like, okay, I can do it. Like I'm good enough. You know, I'm fast enough. I'm strong enough. I can do it. So I just got to put a little bit more work in. I would say that was probably one of my moments. I mean, it sounds like, you know, your work ethic is something you're proud of. That definitely goes in line with, you know, like what the coaches always said about you throughout your career. Is that kind of something you were, you know, selling to yourself to the NFL, you know, people that you talked to over the, the last couple of months, just, you know, Hey, like I'm a grinder. I do what it takes on, on the field. And then, you know, on the practice field as well. Uh, definitely, you know, um, you know, I feel like practice is everything. Um, you, there's no way you can do something without practicing it, you yeah. know? And if you do, you can't do it consistently. So I feel like just practices, you know, and it also gives me a confidence, you know, like I did everything I could do, you know, so I'm going to go out here and give it my best. And that's, that's just how I feel when it comes to that, you know, um, do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just feel like, if I gave it all my, my best in practice and I did it um, consistently and successful, there's no reason in the game I shouldn't be able to do it. And that's just where the confidence came for me. Um, just having that confidence under my belt, knowing what I'm walking into, I think that was just, you know, that's something that helped me, you know, separate myself. Do you feel like you had an opportunity to, to showcase yourself enough? I mean... Obviously, the pro day situation was was kind of unique with it just being you. Do you feel like that all went uh, successfully? Um, you know, I, I definitely think I could have done better. You know, it wasn't my best day, but um, I'm definitely sure that I got the the message across that I'm I'm different than the film yeah. days for sure. Um, I've and everything I've increased 
my numbers. Um, so, and I've learned some new things about myself that I never knew. Um, you know, so having that time to really, you know, get in the lab and, you know, mess with things and tweak things, I think it was definitely helpful. You know, I'm not like, I don't want it to come off as you trying to make excuses or anything like that, but it, it's, it was really unique with you being the only pro day participant. And mm. I got to imagine that it was, it was pretty tiring just going from drill to drill to drill. It's not like you had much of a, a moment to catch your breath. Do you feel like that uh, might've played a factor? Oh, uh, definitely. You know, um, it was just different, you know, um, yeah. a lot of people, it's quiet. <laughs> it's just, you trying to ramp your body up to do something spectacular. You know, it's, it's different. You know, it was tough, but I'm glad that I went through it. You know, um, now that I, it won't ever happen again when I'm in an instance like that, maybe I won't ever be, but I know that, you know, even when I, you know, if I transfer over to the real work, work world, I know that, you know, I can do it. You know, yeah. I, I could around that group of that company of people and, uh, get that job or get that promotion. Cause I've, I've been through it, you know? So I'm glad that was something that I've went through. Yeah, man, I, I honestly can't imagine how intense, especially like running the 40 or something where it's, everything's got to be so perfect. And it's, yeah. you know, all everybody's watching the pressure's on. You need like the air to be just right. You don't want to stumble at all. Like, yeah, God, I get, I get nauseous just thinking about that. Yeah, it was, it was tough, but I'm glad I'm really happy. I went through it. Do you wish you could have, you know, gone to like a traditional combine or is that kind of nice that you didn't oh. have to go through the stress of that? Uh, I kind of do wish I could have went to the combine because it's just, you know, that's something you grow up watching, you know, like, oh, wow, wow, he ran that? Wow, like, you know, just watching the whole thing and seeing all those teams, that's something that I definitely wish I could have been a part of. That makes sense. I mean, just to experience it all, like, and, and just have that moment. Mm-hmm. Did you get asked anything weird, like any super strange questions? I Sometimes you hear about like weird questions NFL scouts or executives ask over the, the scouting process. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've gotten anything too crazy. Um, I don't know. If I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Well, Warren, thank you so much for doing this. You know, it means a lot that, that you took some time to you know, come on the Rams pod and reminisce with me. We're obviously all, you know, rooting for you to succeed at the next level. Uh, the one thing I just want to ask you before we let you go here is, you know, when you look back, what do you think your your favorite game as a CSU Ram was? And, and I'll let that be whatever it means to you, whether it's, you know, I just dominated or it's because it was a big win or or whatever that may mean to you. Um, ooh, my favorite. I have two. I have two. Okay. My favorite was... Um, the first game of Canvas Stadium, uh, or my freshman year, it was like, wow, you know, you were there, you've seen it. It was just, it was packing and hot and we won. And it was like a game. I don't think people expected us to win. No. And I mean, you guys really kicked their ass to be honest. Like we beat them and I'm like, whoa, like we were really good. You know, I didn't (laughs) think, but I'm like, we're really good. And just being in that stadium, getting to experience history, you know, um, yeah. the first game at the stadium, um, many more to come. But just being able to witness that, that was like, I would, I would love to, you know, see that again. But that was great. But my second was Fresno 2019. 
Um, I had like 20 of my family members there and won and I had a good game. Oh, so dude, you that dominated. I wrote about that game. Yeah. So just being around them and having that opportunity to play like that in front of them, that was just, you know, phenomenal for me. I, I know I said I was going to let you go, but I got one more real quick, just because you brought up that Fresno game. Uh-huh. That like New Mexico Fresno State stretch, you put up some massive numbers and that was like right after you guys had kind of transitioned from, you know, Colin to Patrick, I think you had come back from an injury. Yeah. Was yep. that, was that a hard process going from like a guy, Colin, who you had, you know, mm-hmm. a ton of chemistry, a lot of history with to Patrick, you know, who obviously you, you played well with, but it's just, it was so sudden. Yeah. It was just a, that was a difficult time. Cause you know, I'm just coming back from injury. Um, you know, we lost like three games in a row. I think before that, yeah. I'm like, man, I can't wait till I get out of these pads. Like, I mean, this, you know, this swing. And I'm like, man, like, I want to play because they need me and I need to be there. And so I was just feeling like that. So as soon as I got cleared, you know, I called coach and I said, I'm ready to go. You know, like, let's do it. You know, let's win. And that's just, and then, uh, you know, I talked to Pat. I'm like, Pat, it don't got to be perfect. Just put it, you know, in the vicinity and we're going to be fine. And he did a great job. You know, he's putting them in perfect positions a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so once we've kind of figured each other out, it, you know, you could see it starting to get better and better. It felt like you guys were kind of clicking there for a while down the stretch. I mean, even that Boise State game at the end, like it was a tight mm-hmm. game. It wasn't like, you yeah. know, you guys were playing bad football. Yeah, it was a real tight game. but. uh Ah, you know, it is what <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I know how that goes, man. But Warren, thank you so much, man. Like, good luck this week. We're obviously really thrilled for you and just good luck, man. I like I, I hope you enjoy this in, entire process because you've deserved it and, and you've earned it. I want to say thank you and thank you to Ram Nation for, the, you know, all the support and uh, tune in and we'll see where, where I should land. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want.